Go ahead. Okay. What okay. about my sweat equity? Our intro music. <laughs> sweat equity. Sweat equity. My sweat equity. My sweat equity. Yeah. Matter days are for the boys. A little strawberry lemonade. Natty Light. I'm, dr- I'm going to drink it on air, man. You're acting like you're not going to open it and drink wow. it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's going to be gross. <laughs> uh, it tastes like battery acid. I want so try. it's lemonade? Yeah. It's actually lemonade not that bad. Strawberry lemonade. With beer? Ew, that's so gross. <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of good. <laughs> In a white trashy kind of way. I just had some Fritos I pounded right before we got on here. So my blood sugar. <laughs> it tastes down. like uh, Zima or something. Back in the day, know, there was something great. it tastes like. I oh mean, gosh. gross. Yeah, so gross. You know, the trick to Zima, because it had a bite, is you got to put a Jolly Rancher in it. Because, you know, it's right up there with scotch. I know. You got all the secrets for Zima. <laughs> that reminds me of a Modern Family episode. Do you guys Let's get you in the mic. Get in the mic That there? reminds me of a Modern Family uh-huh. episode episode where, where Phil was just talking about Zima. It brought back some memories. Hey, Phil's the man. <laughs> uh, that voice you hear is Serena Fizz on. Oh, uh, see? did I do very, it? Very did close. I, did I get it? Did I not get it? God I think damn it. Okay, try it one more time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You asked her before. <laughs> I know. And you're like, I'm gonna mess it up. It's I know because it's did. in. The, I try to write it phonetically, and then I put fizz for some reason instead. Of, uh, I fucked it up. It's I know. No, you know. Phonetically, is well, it not? you know, it's funny because often, a lot of times, you see the name. You know, when we were talking about CNN and headline news and everything. Nice, but you don't. Way to weave that in it. there. Yeah, Do you like that. You weaved your <laughs> your credits in there. She's real a pro. That's right. She's a pro. And me bringing it up didn't make that smooth. Uh, <laughs> But no, you were very close. Fazan. Fazan. Yes, Fazan. Fazan. Uh, so that Serena, S-A-R-I-N-A-F-A-Z-A-N.com is, uh, is where to go to find your latest blog post. Uh, Michelle is your business partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even going to try her last name now. Moscardini. She's got a great <laughs> name. Moscardini. Yeah. Um, it, that sounds like a- Mickey uh, Mouse Clubhouse song is what you're going to say? Nope. Sorry. Uh, uh, me neither. Arabic magician. Um, <laughs> it's better. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I actually thought it was on Mickey Mouse, but- uh, <laughs> um, That was part of the song. You were on CNN, what, three Sundays ago on a uh, show called Vengeance Killer Lovers. Vengeance Killer Ooh. Lovers. Yeah, so it's a new show on Headline News, and it's produced by CNN and Sky News. Actually, I should say it's produced by- Jupiter Entertainment that CNN and Sky News um, put together, and it's the first time that they work together. So it's a show that's being shown internationally, uh-huh. which is kind of cool, you know. Yeah, I'm, why do women? I, <laughs> He's going to ask why women are obsessed with yes. shows that kill their husbands. Yeah, we're like I an old gay too. couple. Like <laughs> we know we finish each other's thoughts. Sandwiches. Oh, God damn it! My <laughs> wife has a serious problem with the serial killer shows even her podcast that she listens to it's like everything is just small husband, town murders husbands getting killed i know why? like she's why looking for tips yeah. my husband teases me about watching lifetime <laughs> yeah lifetime yeah lifetime that, that's, that's like, where it all started that's like mm-hmm. the soft core stuff <laughs> right? like the ted bundy <laughs> documentaries where he's they're going into detail the making a murderer there's a lot of netflix I always like to see what Netflix is pushing. They're pushing puppies mm-hmm. right now because mm-hmm. we're just we're going two different directions as intelligence. We're we're getting simultaneously smarter and a lot dumber as society. Like we're like, oh, we can do this most advanced AI stuff at the same time. We're like puppies. 
Sweet. A documentary about mm. dogs, fluffy dogs. I, well, I haven't seen it. It didn't come up on my feet. I mean, it I should be I'm, on everybody's feet, right, guys? You know, it filters right? out you know, uh, all stupid stuff. That and then so ma- the murder stuff <laughs> is interesting. I don't mean to laugh. No, I know. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> bad time. I'm sorry. That's bad time. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no I'm not, I want to hear about it. <laughs> this... Uh, watch for the what happens though is we have this fallacy of fear i think because mm-hmm. of these kind of things you've you've uh i don't want to say seasoned cuz that sounds i would just want to say you're exper- god damn it experienced journalist i don't know how to phrase no, this without I know, I really making know. it be like uh some ageism thing but uh, you've been a journalist for a long time um and i feel like it's now people are really starting to get that it's like clicks it's mm-hmm. views, it's, you know, the more uh, abrasive the topic can be, the better, the more, you know, um, the more, like, the crazier it is, the better. It doesn't matter what the actual news is anymore. It, Isn't ne- it sad, though? I mean... Have y'all ever seen Network? The yes. movie Network? We're in <laughs> yeah, that right yeah. now. It, it's kind of about that, where the, the, the main anchor is like, this isn't news, <laughs> I'm mad as hell, I don't... I'm not going to take it anymore. You never Is seen that, that from that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I really do have I watched it the other night. a question on that because okay. a lot of times, whether I'm at my local coffee shop at Buddy Brew or Blind Tiger or, uh-huh. you know, Starbucks or whatever, a lot of people will come up to me and say, why don't you guys report happy news? So... Like you, I, like you dictate all of it to yeah, when no, you're anchoring? I, yeah, yeah. No, right. I hear that a lot. Yeah. But then, then, then we do research and research shows that people want to hear about crime as well. So, I don't know, I've always I've, I've always been curious about that because I'll get these comments from the public, but then we'll get this research back. What right. do you guys think? I mean, what do you guys think? I, I think it's a uh, uh, pussification of America sort of thing where it's like we don't get challenged as much as maybe humans in general are supposed to be. You know, we don't have the, like, saber-toothed tiger about to kill us. So we need these little things that kind of get us like, ooh, you know, that mm-hmm. feeling. And it's a, a release for that sort of thing, I think. Yeah, we have it too good is what you're saying. Yeah. And w- when you have it too good, that's why you start going to boxing classes. And that's why right. you do all these extreme sports. <laughs> and, like, you're doing Tough mutters and all these things that – because you need to – Ice baths. Right. I mean, that's why mm-hmm. I do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, you know, it's a challenge. I don't want to do it, but I know it'll feel, feel – lot better afterwards i jumped in at my cold ass pool last night uh <laughs> oh, yeah, did 10 p.m i did no so, cops I, showed up yet no 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 mm-hmm. no i did it with my uh, banana hammock on this time oh yeah you, yeah, you yeah leave it on mm-hmm. they're fine yeah uh i got a couple whistles but i don't know <laughs> men or women it was just who knows i'm gender fluid now so uh but i'm saying like mm. the fallacy of fear thing i remember arguing with a friend of mine <laughs> we're now friends we weren't this is the first time i hung out with her <laughs> and we were uh, getting to know each other for it was like a kind of a business one one on one kind of thing. How can I help you? You can help our our company, Tokubaga. And she brought up that like I don't let my kids kind of go in the yard. And I was like, well, that's that's silly. And I was like, she's like, no, I'm scared of all, like scared. Of all. She's mentioned all these things, and I go, we're safer. We're way safer. The, like kidnapping is not as prevalent as we think it is. Exactly. If you look at the statistics. It's fucking crazy. It's like we we create these emotional ties to something that isn't there. Not saying that you can just let any guy with a crusty van, you know, talk to your kids or any of that. But I'm saying it's not we should focus on a lot of other things that are boring and pragmatic over, 
you know, hand rigging, which doesn't do anything either, too. Yeah. Well, as parents, you know, it's not so much that you're so scared of what's going to happen if you let your kids go outside. It's more like, I have a choice. Let them play inside or, or, let, let, them play them, or let them go outside. It's like, okay, well, that that danger is taken away if they stay inside. So am I being a good parent by covering my bases and letting them stay inside? And, and that's it's not so much that, like, it's that danger that you're afraid of. It's just like, well, okay. I, it's if that I you're a this, bad parent. If I do this, I'm at least I'm not going to be a bad parent in that. You just don't want to get in trouble, <laughs> well, right? With the wife, exactly. yeah. That's <laughs> most of it. That's fear of the of the wife. Did I not say yeah. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but don't you guys think like the world though really has changed? Like I remember growing up in Seattle, we would come home from school and my parents wouldn't see us until it was dark. Right. I don't think we can. We have to be realistic, and I get it. Like what you were talking about. I don't about think with that much friend. has changed though. I mean, like from I, I don't know. I'm sorry. No, 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 go no, ahead. no, go ahead. No, I don't no, think that much has changed, honestly. I just think uh, we've, as a, like as adults in society, have more. We have way more uh, influence, uh, influential kind of media coming at us all the time. So, do you think we're like instilling the fear? Yeah, I think Got there's it. a fallacy of fear index. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look it up in a second, but there's there's studies about you know, oh, you think you're gonna get. I, I now look. I'm coming from a white dude perspective, and you have two little babies that are just little babies right now. Do <laughs> you like well, wait till they start growing mm. up? I understand you know? the bias I have. Like I forget what it's like because uh, I have two older sisters that I I do feel like I had a better understanding of a, how a lot of you know the female side of things point of view a lot of the time because they would tell me how life is a lot of the time mm-hmm. growing up. But I, I forget. Oh yeah, you need to put your keys in your hand sometimes when you're in a parking garage if you're by yourself. Just in case, because you might feel some creepy guy around you, it could be no one. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to protect yourself, and like you're always kind of worrying about that kind of stuff. Like it, 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 it feels very taxing for y'all. Maybe sometimes, right? Yes, I mean, I would say. Well, I know I've I was trained to. I mean, I went through some self defense classes and so forth. Nice. Just just private classes, and I was taught like if you're in a parking lot, you don't walk um, between cars where there's a van there. Right. They could open up the door pull you in or even a pickup truck somebody could be hiding in the bed of the truck Whoa. stuff like that and we went through things of, okay if this happened what would you do like you're sitting on the toilet using the bathroom <laughs> and somebody breaks in what do you do your first instinct is pull up your pants but that's not what you should do what should you do well like a great weapon is the back of the the toilet bowl yeah oh, holy with that. cow yeah wow. if, if you're in the shower obviously you're you know usually you don't take a shower with clothes on so <laughs> you're in there naked and and somebody comes in, you should actually pull them in because they probably have clothes on. Pull them in, that's going to weigh them down, and then you run and get the heck out of Dodge. Right. Wow. You cover them with the so. – you you're or using all the items around you. It's like Jason Bourne. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought like, oh, razor in there. But a little razor, you know, and how are you going to do anything. To get to so. it, you probably slip trying to like <laughs> grab it, you yeah, know. Right. Uh, yeah, so you use the curtain, I heard, is something Oh, that. that would be a good so idea. So you wrap too, yeah. them in a curtain like a carpet almost. I mean, I took – I took a ladies' self-defense <laughs> class too, uh, uh, just to get to my like, fenomenon side. Hey, you know what? Out. I mean, it certainly does not hurt, right? Like if you have the time no, to no, take exactly. a class like that, I guess your bases. you're covering your bases. Oh, I just I wrote down uh, the other day. I was like, "What would a good dad do?" <laughs> this is what I asked myself, and then I have to go do it. Uh, like I was like, "I need to go take a CPR class because I haven't done that in a while." And I was like, 
this is out of my nature to go out of my way on a Saturday to go do it. But I go, this is what a good dad would do. So I, I should go do that. You should have told me. We just had somebody come by the office. Really? And yeah. Damn. Once a year. You can do it next year. Well, I need to do like super dad stuff, first aid training, all that. What all do you that. think they were doing? I don't know, man. <laughs> makeup. I mean, they <laughs> oh, had to learn they? how to save makeup? somebody's life. It's, it's CPR what kind of first makeup? aid. Mostly blood colored, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> did, did you do the defibrillator? That's my favie. No. No. Uh, they don't have one at the office. Why would you learn? So, um, t- toy. all right. So back to vengeance. How how was that received? Did you get uh, what was it? that was like three Sundays ago, right? Right. Like so far, there have been three that have run oh, so it's far. Oh, series. Yeah, it's a series, I, and it's done really well. It's done really well. It's gotten a lot of promotion, mm-hmm. and they keep on re running the episode so far. So I was initially, they reached out to me because I covered a case in Tampa, um, got a lot of exclusive interviews with all the people involved. It was a love triangle. It was two teenagers after one guy. And sadly, one teenager killed the other teenager. So one is in prison, mm-hmm. Rachel Wade. Sarah Ludeman is the girl that died. She was an only child. I, it's just a very sad story, but I've I've been interviewed for that story on Oxygen, you know, for Snapped, for all these shows. But they they kicked off the show with that story. Well, that wasn't the show that they kicked it off with, but that was one of the shows. And then there's so many crime cases that are so unique here in Florida. I don't know why Florida holds that title. Do you oh, know what I mean? I've got theories. Crazy, right? Well, I thought Crazy. it was just we hear about them more because of the the sunshine laws that we can find out the details of all these crimes. That's true and stuff. too. That's true too. Mm. We, Florida needs needs a publicist, is my thing. <laughs> we, <laughs> Florida man's not going to cut it. Uh, Florida man Twitter account that all it does is uh, a blotter of like, guess who hooked up with a dog the other day? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's <laughs> so many crazy stories out of Florida, but now they I've done um, a few shows for cases that didn't happen here and they just asked me to weigh in just because I have you know been an anchor for a long time a journalist for a long time and just given my perspective on some of the criminal cases how do you deal with you I I've gone I went through um we first met like a a little bit ago and I so I went through all your profile and stuff and I was like man some of these stories are really heavy yes (laughs) how do you deal with that as far as not getting you got to be kind of like an ER doctor, I assume. Like, you can't get too attached to it. You kind of have to just report it. Is that is that something that kind of – do you have a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Do you ha- Does it weigh on you, I guess? Yes. Well? No, oh, that's a, know. You know, that's a really good question. And I can't speak for other journalists, but I can honestly say it really weighs on me. Like, I cannot cover the story, then go home, not – think about it I mean truthfully I've lost sleep I can't the story that probably affected me the most well there's two that have have really really impacted me and I think about them every day still Mm -hmm. Julie Schenecker the one that killed her kids it took me four years to talk to her do you remember that she's in the straight jacket and she's walking and then do you guys remember the Bloomingdale rape victim she was only 18 years old and she was dropping off a library book no Mm -mm. oh my gosh well Though, I mean, I think about those cases, and I think about those people every single day. I mean, I've interviewed so many people who have lost 
a family member, a loved one. And it really, it really does remind you that we have to always cherish every single day. I mean, I don't mean to preach about that, but life preach. Can, Go ahead. Life fine. can change in a second. And just mm-hmm. like, you know, in a heartbeat, it can change. So when you're bringing up, I, I just uh, caught a, a story recently, I guess someone's mother had, been dead for a week or two and floated down the river here and they were doing a story about from the daughter and I was like I was thinking about that if you're the reporter and you're you're kind of bringing all this stuff back up they just Mm -hmm. kind of mourned and got over it and now they found the body two or three weeks later and it's like is it why first off why would why was the daughter doing the story i don't know why you'd want to i guess but a lot of people ask me what's what's up with that that question okay so i think we all still like kind of craving a little bit of like we do this but we're honestly we know we have ego (laughs) behind this uh and it it we get a lot of benefits out of it but we know it's you know we want to do stuff in the comedy world and this is kind of adjacent to that of sorts but like I would say I I don't know if it's that, and that's my maybe bad knee jerk reaction when I see something like that. That they're just going for a little bit of TV time, but maybe I'm glomming on to them. No, I get that question. I get that question a lot, mm-hmm. and I think there are several reasons. I think some people go on TV one because we all deal with sadness, tragedy in different ways so I think some people go on go on TV because it's their way to cope sometimes I think people are brave enough to go on because they don't want this to happen to anybody else and whenever I've approached a tragic story like that that has always been what I've talked about like if you go on I know how hard it can be to go on but can we talk about how we can prevent this from happening again or is there a positive message that could come out of such gloom and sadness you know and I can't speak for everyone but it's true some people though I know will never speak yeah about it you know and um, I feel like it would bring more attention it would just be more I, I look at it as like over life overhead mm. <laughs> like, well think <laughs> about okay if she's interviewing somebody that's had something horrible that's probably never happened to them in that capacity in their mm-hmm. life right they're searching for anything that'll make them feel better maybe if i go on tv yeah that'll make right. me feel yeah, yeah. A bit mm-hmm. better. i get that and they might regret it afterwards but lots of times it's hard to judge people coming out of these things just because we don't know we don't know how their life was leading up to that you know you know it's it's just tough to figure out what they're thinking yeah that's why i was mm-hmm. wanted to ask because you you've got reps with this kind of thing and so it's one of those things i've always been curious about and it came up the other day and i knew you were going to come on here soon so i was kind of thinking about that i was like oh maybe I, we can work that into this but um no i am really you know i have to say i'm so humbled because a lot of people have given me a lot of interviews that they have not given to other reporters or journalists and it, some of them sometimes it's taken years to talk to them and and going back to your first question, it's because sometimes I cannot forget their story. Like, we will do the initial story, then the public, not that they mean to forget, but, right, it fades away. Mm-hmm. But but sometimes I think there's such a powerful message with certain people speaking out. I mean, we all have a story, right? But 
that's what we say with mm-hmm. anybody who has a business that comes in here. Everybody's got a story. So there's always something to talk about in that mm-hmm. way because everybody's gone a little crazy to an entrepreneurial route. Uh, where, where you're at in your career now, you're in this gig economy and, the, you know, there's there's that aspect of it that <laughs> is fun, and, mm-hmm. but also frightening at the same time. Yes. Uh, but I, you know, I think through your site, we were talking about what what's the best way to go about it and I was trying to give any nerd advice, I think what you're doing is good. Uh, you're putting good content out there. You're doing these things to, to um, I think. We would love some advice. Tell yeah. me, give well, Sean that, I mean, advice, that's, guys. That's what guys, the show's about. I was, yeah, well, help How us. about this? Before we get into that, how about if there's a young younger person that wants to get into journalism now, what would you tell them? Okay, I would tell them for sure, if they can, try to intern. They need They need to intern. I do feel that... You know, years and years ago, Peter Jennings, who's someone that I, sadly, you know, he has passed away, but I've looked up, you know, I looked up to him forever, and he um, never even graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. I think right now, though, you do need to go to college. You need to graduate from college, but while you're in college, if you can do it, even if it means a summer internship or whatever you need to do, you need to intern because that's the only way to get into a newsroom. You know, you need to start... And nowadays, I mean, you know, you shoot the video on your phone. You can. Uh, there's so many ways to communicate. Find a mentor in the market that, the television market that you're in. Um, I'm blessed to have so many reach out to me. Reach out to that person, and more than likely, that anchor or reporter will get back to you. Seek advice. Seek advice from them. Yep. And don't give up. Television is a hard indus- industry to get into. And I was told once, it may not necessarily be the best people, and I hate saying it that way, but it's the people who persevere that get in. I mean, you and you become yeah. very good, but you can't, you know, you can't give up, and you can't be motivated by money, right? Like right. for your first job, I mean, you honestly can't. You know, I made eighteen thousand dollars a year, and I was a morning anchor. Humble brag. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, wow. So, you know. Yeah, and that is a tough gig because, like radio DJs, you guys. Back in the back in the day, a little bit like you guys had to go. You'd anchor here and then you mm-hmm. hop to another station. Yep. I have a couple of friends that are doing it. And I, I'm like, oh, she's in Little Rock, Arkansas now. I guess and just kind of making her way up. But man, that is a uh, that is a gig that the next week you can get picked up to go somewhere else, right? Absolutely. So the the interesting thing about television is you might start with certainly. I'll, I'll, I'll phrase it like this. With certain professions, you might, um, if you're an accountant, for instance, and you're working at the the firm, the following year you might get a 5% raise or whatever the raise, you know, the bracket is. Mm -hmm. But in television, you start in a smaller market. The next market you could jump to could be twice as much as you made. And the third market could be, you know, three times as much. I do want to tell kids out there, though, the days of anchors making a lot – um, you know, those million-dollar numbers, unless you're on national TV, those days are no longer, and that is because of social media. Until, the, until, until television can catch up to social media, uh, news that's, anchors and reporters aren't going to pay that's as, funny. Aren't gonna be it's, paid as much. That's funny because it used to be the other way around yes. for the last 10 years. But, yeah, I agree. Um, Do you see a scenario where the local news just goes away and people kind of – 
go online. They they go to their news guy that they like sort of thing. I think that's a huge fear. I really think that's a huge fear within the television industry. And every station in the market is trying to find out how to capitalize on social media because if you take a look at it, everybody is getting their news or most people are getting their news on their iPhones. Well, I shouldn't say iPhone. They're, you know, their tablets, their phones, yeah, you, know, whether it's, you know, whether it's Android, not through TV, not through not through traditional TV mm-hmm. like they used to. So that's why you find a lot of, a lot of newscasts being live, sc- you know, live streamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think television needs to catch up. Yeah, for sure. Well, I know. I'd get a lot of my news just from Facebook and Twitter. The articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be a f- careful with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially even the local news. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, now the other. Page, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of other. Yeah, you yeah. you can Some curate an echo <laughs> chamber of people. You know, you can curate that echo chamber of wanting to get the news that you want to see all the time. I always try to make sure I, I get different perspectives, even if I don't agree with them. I want to see what it's like. You know. Right. That's. I think that's a big mistake a lot of people do they'll block people that they don't like their opinion maybe they're a gun nut and they don't like people that are Mm -hmm. Mm anti-gun so they'll just block them or hide them in their feed and it's like i don't think that's a good i don't think that's smart at all i think it's always important to see the other side even if your your motive is to take them down (laughs) i mean one way or the other like i don't you shouldn't be that way but uh as far as your motive but if it, you were, you would want to know what the other side's thinking. Yeah, you shouldn't just like dig your heels in all the time and be like, "That's what I believe." I don't have anything. Right. I, I mean, there's a few things, but there's very <laughs> little that I'm like, "That's for sure how it is." Is that don't argue with me? You know, like I don't know. I'm not a genius. I can, you know, I'm here to learn. Yeah, it, uh, there's a certain hubris when you get really into one topic and you're like, "What's this really mm-hmm. about, Billy?" Like. Used to be cool, man. Wh- right. Why yeah. are you so MAGA like centric? What's th- what's going on? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, everybody in your family is a huge Democrat. Okay, yeah. cool. This is I get it now. Like you're just fighting your family. The number one thing online. I tell my kids, I'm like, if somebody tells you that they know everything and that they've got it all figured out, grown ups, I don't care if they're 85 years old, they're not telling you the truth. <laughs> Nobody right. knows what they're talking about. Like, doesn't work good with the teachers and stuff, but you know. Unless it's like a really cool guy who's like, let me break it down for you. I mean, I know what I'm talking about, kids. But Hold on, I got a dice game in the alley. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. Uh, I know everything. Not right. Everybody else is not. Okay? Yeah, the, we, we say we're conduits. On this show, we're conduits of smarter people saying good advice. Uh, we're just passing it along. We're just vessels for that. Uh, as far as y'all, as far as kind of creating a brand and, um, you know, getting out in that entrepreneurial atmosphere, uh I'll just kind of take from what we talked about a couple weeks Please, back. Please, yes. You know, you're doing good work because you are the rare person that can be on air and and write, like, uh, eloquently. So I, I read some <laughs> of the blog posts. Um, it's it, Like this podcast, it's about consistency of good quality that a lot of the time. And it doesn't feel like you're going to get any return on it. That's That's the scary part, right? We did this in a vacuum for a while. And then we just kept hammering away, kept hammering, try to get better guests, try to get like yourself, uh, you. <laughs> try to get, try to get like, you know, just keep improving, keep getting better. Continuous improvements of big thing and, and sweat kinda, equity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We should have named free. it millionaires overnight is what we should have named it. <laughs> thousand I'm really regretting this name of this podcast. Thousand dollar millionaires. <laughs> um, but I mean, there is a thing of like uh, business rhetoric of 
of always continuous improvement. You should always kind of step back once a week and go, where can we get better? Where, how can I cultivate a better audience? How does that work? The beauty of it is the information's kind of out there. And so that's why if we didn't have YouTube, I couldn't do a lot of the digital agency things, the services we provide. We, Eric and I kind of taught ourselves in a way through that. I don't know if that's technically an autodidact, but... Yeah, that's uh, what that means. I, well, this means teach yourself, but I didn't know if you had to teach it out a whole cloth kind of thing, you know, no like idea. figure it out on your own without any help. Oh, eh. I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But without YouTube, there's some nerd out there. That I'm a nerd, but <laughs> uh, I'm saying there's some nerd out there that's made somehow to do this thing. So we we're trying to figure out before we were on the mic, how do we stream live to a bunch of platforms? And I was like, I don't know that, but I bet we can figure it out if, you know. Googling patience is kind of the biggest thing <laughs> I talk true. about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people on Google, knowing what things are called, not easy. Right. Oh yeah, I get really high and I can't. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know I what this word is. <laughs> oh yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is a this is a free speech. drug zone. Yeah, this is a drug-free drug zone. <laughs> You're free to do whatever drugs you want. Um, there's uh, there's a bevy of things in this hallway. Um, so I, I would say. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep that consistency. Keep doing if and do what you're doing already that's working well. That's a big mistake. A lot of consultants come in. A lot of agencies come in. They want to put their stank on something. I go in. I go. What are y'all doing well? Because wow. oh, nice. We're in Ebor City, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah. Seventh Ave. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that even got picked up on the mics, but that was. Uh, it usually doesn't. Surprisingly. <laughs> that, that was. You, it did. I'm getting a thumbs up from uh, behind the glass. Sounded bad. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, Facebook Live, if that's going well for you and it's engaging, just keep trying to tweak it. How can I make it better, more engaging? Ask questions, so people. The more divisive or divisive the question, the better the better the engagement. Mm-hmm. But beware, you're gonna have some people get really into get the, it. Yeah, both sides. And if I'm trying not to cuss because this is going on yours right now, <laughs> good luck on that. You can on your on your page though create a, there's a profanity filter. So anybody oh. that uses it, go in the settings. You can do that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like little things with Facebook that you can tweak. To filter out that riffraff. Do we, Serena? Did you? Do we share what you're doing with your your website? Is the main focus of what you're doing yeah, right now? Yeah. So I mean, so I'm I'm involved in multiple projects, and I love TV. I love broadcast journalism. And when I say I love TV, I guess you love social media now too. You know. So um, <laughs> yes. So we're trying. So we're trying to highlight the best of the bay in a lot of my Facebook. Um, lives. Also, people have asked me for years to write my life story because I guess people would say it's unique. So, mm-hmm. doing that. that. I didn't even want to open that up because oh, that we try to keep it to thirty three <laughs> minutes, <laughs> and it's it, it's on your we site. We waited thirty minutes to find out about your website. I so. no, I would love, I love, to, I would I love, to, I would love to come back on your show and we could talk about it more. But you know, and I've been, I'm humbled. You know, I've been, I've been doing news now. For 24 years and I get a lot of questions about beauty fitness fashion it's about that too you know because we're on TV or we're on social media so when women I to me a, a passion of mine is building women especially young girls so we've been trying to do a lot of that as well and highlighting the good of Tampa I I love this community yeah and I told you 
um, I think you should do a podcast. When we talk, you definitely have you definitely have uh, uh, strong opinions and seem driven and ambitious, and you know, in that direction. That's just another thing to add to the to another quill in your um, another arrow in your quill kind of thing of all the content you're doing. And I told you you can use this studio well, if you thank want. Thank you. Um, it's not it as you can see it's not a crazy big production, and it's 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 uh, even though we were scrambling around trying to do stuff beforehand, but that's just well, how we roll. We like to fidget. Yeah, we like to fidget a lot with stuff, but but that's just another thing you can do. You can make it like we have it. Where we're trying to do two episodes a week, uh, or you could do a series kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's a little bit easier to kind of digest in the beginning. I'm going to do six episodes on, you know, here's something specific for uh, young young female entrepreneurs. But I I will tell you as on a on a marketing side, the way I'd look at it is there's a gap in a lot of female led podcasts out there that are in kind of the business advice or the just in general vice area from what I can see. I don't, I haven't done the crazy market research, but. And people are asking for more of you. Yeah. That doesn't always, you know, people are, we're, they, they're not <laughs> knocking down our door to hear that, you know, it's like, <laughs> we, we just push. Kind of started doing it. Yeah, yeah we push. They it must be awesome. You're more of a pull in. No, you guys we're are so asking sweet for to tips. say. We're, well, foi- we're foisting it on people. It's more like <laughs> I'm jealous that people, <laughs> you don't have the, the ego, uh, you know, shame that we have she's got but she's got the street cred of be, doing the professional yeah, part forever you know for 24 years so uh, yeah that's you what guys I'm are so sweet <laughs> now i so appreciate it yeah keep doing what you're doing and i'm always uh ready to give an asperger's audit of anything because <laughs> people think i'm just an asshole but i don't care i'll just I, my uh, thing, you're a great guy are you it, kidding you guys a, are awesome it's aggressive optimism i like to call it like i want you to get better like a football coach almost and so sometimes i forget I have resting bitch face when I'm saying this stuff. I know. We yeah. both got to work on it. Yeah, we really do. Wrinkle face. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get, uh, we, well, we're about we done. All right. So uh, why don't you fill And uh, I didn't even get to the Indian trailblazer part. We got it. We can do a better name, I think. You think better than Indian trailblazer? That, it doesn't. Um, I'm I'm weird about like. Should we put a poll stuff? out there? Should we put a poll yeah. out there? Get a poll out going on. You depends know? how your fans are because <laughs> this could get weird. <laughs> I hope you didn't tag us in the post because uh, yeah. we're friends with a lot of comedians and this is gonna get definitely. Uh, <laughs> you should put that profanity filter on. <laughs> but Indian Trailblazer, I like what it stands for. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm like there's something. I think it's because people Americans at least hear Indian and they think Native Americans. Wow. And then a trailblazer. Okay. I'm thinking something out in the Midwest right now. Oh, I don't know. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It's in itself. I I'm think thinking maybe raccoon confusing. Hat. Yeah. Oh. For people. Um, but I'm thinking like, tra- you can go pioneer. I don't, I'm thinking there's a there's a bunch written down. You no, no, share I didn't. I didn't do any. But get the crickets going. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's been no drops thus far. I know. I didn't. Well, but for <laughs> I was trying to think of mash and a mashup, but I couldn't. I I failed. Uh, I was like pioneer. Indianer, Indianer, is that what? Is that that's as, that's as close as I got. There's another page with Indianer written Shut on it, up. isn't there? <laughs> no, I didn't write any out. Uh, I saved that for the last podcast where we went over brand names. Hey, listen, I love any type of advice all the time, and I love hearing from people. So don't, I, don't I would love th- for them to find me. You yeah, know? this that would be that consistent thing where people can ask questions to you too. Uh, we we I try to use all the questions I get throughout the week and just kind of populate them into the show so it kind of answers 
instead of writing a long email to one person, mm-hmm. that's what I used to do. Now uh, I'll go, I'll just answer it on this podcast and here's a link to the show. And that seems to be a lot easier for my life too. Cool. I'm not writing an hour long email <laughs> to someone I barely know, you know, because I do want to genuinely help people. But at the same time, it's, it's, there's a time factor in there and work life balance stuff. Uh, I guess we were good. Yeah. Well, do you want to wrap it up? Are we going to yeah, yeah. plug anything? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to spell out the side again. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I can't read out loud. So okay. it takes a minute. S A R I N A F A Z A N dot com. Uh, there you can find weekly. Yes. Uh, I mean, we, posts. I mean, I try to post things as much as we can. We both try to post things as much as we can. And then on, um, on Facebook right now and on YouTube, Serena Fazan News, and it's suggestions by Serena on YouTube, but we're trying to link the two, so you can always find me, and as I said, Twitter, yeah, Serena Fazan News, uh, Instagram, <laughs> Serena Fazan News, Google, we love Google. You got a unique name, Google, <laughs> it'll, it'll populate. Thanks for listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. We're on all these things. WhatEquityPod.com. Vimeo if you're horny. Um, LinkedIn if you're nasty. LinkedIn if you're weird. Mm -hmm.